Dumble dum, keep on rocking in the free world. I hi hello hello welcome to the podcast. Hi hi I I I don't know what song this is meant to be or why I always fucking sing. But keep on rocking in the free world. I I I am Marquez. Welcome to the podcast. Random podcast. Number 71. What is it? 30th of 31st, 29th, January 2018. One month down, felt like 10 months. 10 months down in this year. What did I do all month? Anything productive? Nope. Didn't even write out my to do list for the year. A year of an intention list. My buddy showed me and he does an intention list and um you might say that sounds dumb why would you do an intention list what are you a spiritual fuckhead what are you trying to do put it out there into the world and hope it comes back and hits you in the face well my buddy is very rich and successful and he has 23 bathrooms or something in his house and i only have two and if he does it, I said, why not give it a go? And then he would do it. And I did it a couple of years. And it didn't happen in the first year. But then the second year, the stuff happened on your intention list. Perform here. Do this. Do that. Do this. Do that. Um, and I forgot to do it this year so far. I will do it. What was on my last year's? I don't even know. I didn't even do a review. I've been boozing from Christmas all the way through January. Like a real dumb boy. Like a real dumb boy. What was last year? Last week's episode, booze off. Oh, I think I'm going to quit the booze. Then I realized halfway through the week, why? What do I want to do? I know what I'm capable capable of. Um. Yeah, so I don't even know what I did all, all month long. I saw the funniest thing, although this might be the funniest thing I saw this year so far. I saw a girl. First of all, people on Instagram have to be the biggest fucking idiots in the entire world of all shapes and sizes. People try to be funny when they're not anyway funny. A lot of screaming. A lot of look at that girl with the ass. Oh, no, my girlfriend caught me looking at a girl with the ass. Every single fucking video on Instagram is basically that. Oh, and I got a Bitcoin. That's the punchline. That's what makes my girlfriend calm down because I pull out a Bitcoin. Fucking idiots. But then other people write these big long statuses and you're just like, who do you think you are? You have 50 followers. You're not changing anyone's world. You're demented. You're in your own world. You don't know me. People think they know me, but they don't know me. They only think they know me. You don't even know me if you know me. To know me, you got to know me. And to know me is my middle name. Hello, my name is Tomomi Tanomi. And you don't to know me. I to know me, but you don't to know me. You want to know me? Then get to know me. Don't just say you know me. Get to know me. Go to know me. Got to know me. Hey to know me. Yo, it's to know me. You know Tony? No, I know to know me. 
and that line was a girl with a status that or a Instagram. Obviously, her boobs were out. Obviously, that's taken as given. If you're gonna make a life affirming, life changing, inspirational status, you got to have the boobs out. Cause how are you gonna inspire without boobs? I'm gonna start doing ones with my balls out. Hey guys, just want to show you a picture of my testicles and say, you want to get to know me? Then get to know me. Because if you tell people you know me, but you don't know me, then you are a bully. That's just, that was part of the status too. You're a bully if you don't to know me and you say you to know me, but you want to get to know me. Only a few people will ever get the lucky opportunity to know me because I'm a fucking idiot. And I will cut myself off in this weird delusional world. Where I think I am the next Oprah. And what I say makes a big difference. Just like what Oprah says doesn't really make a big difference. Because um, you don't to know me. And if you think you to know me. Then you're wrong. So anyway, yeah. These statuses. I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Purely because they're fucking idiots. I either know you. I think you're funny. Um, sometimes I think you're very hot That's why I follow you But a lot of the people If I don't know you And I don't think you're funny I follow you because you're a fucking idiot And it's probably not good for me But it's nice to feel anger I suppose It's better than just blissful ignorance And happiness and whatever else And I see that and I'm like Oh people are so fucking dumb But I saw this one girl She posted um, That she made Something like a what was it? A bird. Hang on, let me see if I have it written down. Cause you to know me <coughs> to get to know me. Let me see, let me see. What? Oh yeah, I like I forget sometimes. Silence, no silence. I should really uh press pause, but you know I don't You know I don't You know I don't Sorry all this shit needs to be earned to know me. I found it. Um something like a bird flew onto her balcony and she's like, This is a sign that this is gonna be my year. Uh, this bird came to me and birds are symbols of hope and happiness and this bird chose my balcony out of everyone's balcony in LA and y'all, you ball better watch out because this is a sign that 2018 is going to be my year. Um, and then a few minutes later on her Instagram story, it said something like, uh, oh my God, she was crying because the bird there was feathers. She came home and there was feathers all over uh, her bedroom. And her cat had killed the bird. The sign. The birds. <laughs> that meant it was meant to be the sign of hope and happiness. And um, of joy and delight. And 2018 was meant to be her year. Well, then the bird killed it off her year in one lovely. And she was tears rolling down her eyes. Um, it was a great 
it was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. I was almost choking laughing. Obviously, the boobs were out again. Uh, sad time with the boobs were out. Tears were rolling. Feathers were everywhere. The bird was found under the bed. And uh, she had to get a man over to get rid of the bird. I swear to God, it was hilarious. One of the it, it really made my year. 2018 was I knew it was going to be a good year. That was a sign for me that oh, this year could be fun. To see such joy online, people really are mental. It's it's kind of funny. Like people in LA are fully mental. I suppose we're all kind of mental. I I think it's mental. Like Irish people, why do we collect when you're growing up in Ireland? You have so many plastic bags in your house. It's insane. Under my stairs, used to collect, like when you buy your groceries, your food. I forget even if we call them groceries in Ireland, but anyway, the shopping—that's what you call it. Doing the shopping—that means you're going buying food for the week while your mum was, and then you come home and you just have plastic bags and you put them under the stairs in another plastic bag and you'd have. One million plastic bags in your house, and you'd save the plastic bag because you never know when you're gonna need a plastic bag. And now I'm realizing that's mental. Why do we? Why were we? Everyone I know in Ireland hoards plastic bags, hoards and hoards and hoards. Like you could barely get in under my stairs where the closet was. It was just bags, and that led me. As a teenager and as an adult also to collect uh, designer bags. If I bought some clothes in Hugo Boss or Diesel, Abercrombie & Fitch, whatever I thought was uh, popular at the time, I would save those bags. I still do. You never know when you need a good bag. It's not even a good bag. It's going to rip. I still save them. That's mental. But I don't think it's LA mental. I think that's just... What is that? I don't know kind of mental though to be fair do you know what's weird too by the way this podcast clearly has no rhyme or reason i don't even know what i was meant to talk about but here we go talking about birds that was so funny the bird incident oh that made me laugh and chuckle then i told my buddies last night and oh we all laughed again together so that's why it's worth following people on instagram even if you don't if you think they're idiots, it's worth a chuckle. Chuckly Mac, they call me. Do you know what's weird too, all right? Why, do you know when you buy tissues? First of all, it's weird that we say tissues now. You already think, oh, someone's going to have a wank into a tissue. Everything's ruined. When you come to West Hollywood, everything is ruined. It's all just a sexual innuendo. Stick it in the end and then innuendo. Even innuendo almost sounds like an innuendo at this point. Oh, she wants it in the innuendo. Um, but like, why do we? When you use tissues, you have to, you're meant to use two. You can't just use one because it's too thin to blow your nose. But you got to use two. And just make thicker ones. It's all a conspiracy. Using twice as twice the product at once. Making extra money for those big corporations. I've reached that point of living in LA where I now think everything's a conspiracy. Doubling the profits. Doubling the usage. Do you know what's weird too about crazy people? Um, why do they all have the same line of thought? 
is there like a crazy school that they go to? Is it word of mouth? Where they meet one crazy person? We were at Coffee yeah, Coffee Bean the other day in Hollywood, West Hollywood, which is the weirdest place I'd say in the entire world for getting weird people. And this dude came in. White guy with dreadlocks, Rastafarian hat. He was like surfer, skateboard, Hawaiian sounding dude. And honestly, he must have... We were there like half an hour. He didn't stop talking. Like not even... He didn't even go like this. Oh, so that's what happened. He went non-stop, non-stop. How the government was out to get him. How he was been in jail. And how jail wasn't meant for him. But you know, the government wanted to kill him. And he was always out. And everything's conspiracy. And their brain... Their mind... Brain... Brainwashing us. And uh, it's a mind control system. They started listing off the FBA, FBI uh, programs that were corrupting him up. And he didn't stop when he was talking to this woman who was about to leave. I'm not joking, he didn't stop and he was speaking so loud. He started saying stuff like, Jesus is my only friend. Jesus is looking out for me. I'm happy I'm poor in this life because in the next life, oh boy, am I going to be rich. And all these rich motherfuckers out there, oh, they're going to be my servant because Jesus got my back. Jesus don't got their back. Jesus is teaching me lessons in this life. This is the life that Jesus said I'm a suffering and I'm going to suffer. I went to jail many times. It was never my fault. It was always the police. Police and the FBI, they're all out to brainwash us. You see those chemtrails? That's them getting us. That's them spying on us. 24-hour surveillance, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I told the police, fuck you, and then I ended up in jail. But I didn't care, because you know why? I was in there with my best friend. You know who my best friend is? Jesus. Jesus got my back at all times, even when I was on crystal meth. Crystal meth, that shouldn't be illegal. He didn't even pause to, like, swallow saliva. He just kept going like that. I'm not joking for, like, half an hour. I was with my buddy Chris, and we were, like, listening. And then we were just like, what is he on about? And then we zoned out. And then we zoned back in. And he was still going full on. He was so entertaining. Or not even entertaining, just, like, mental, that I stopped looking at my phone. Which, if you're a human being out in the world and you're at a coffee shop... You just you're already gonna be on your phone. There's no need to talk. I hate when I meet people and they try and make me talk to them. If we talk, we talk and if we just sit there on our phones, that's delightful for me. That's why I get tired talking to people in LA. Oh, do you know it's so tiring? I keep meeting guys who do Irish accents. It's weird in LA. In America, but in LA. The amount of guys who want to be Irish bizarre i saw a guy the other day he was like a comedian irish guy and i was like and then i checked where he was from and it was some like small town in california and you're just like why 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 just because your grandparents are Irish doesn't mean you're Irish. I know it's good, it's better than not. But like, I, you never hear people being like, oh, I'm New Zealand, where are you from? Uh, Nebraska. It's very odd. It's so peculiar. But no, it's so tiring. I keep having people and they come up. First of all, if I meet you three times and every time I meet you, first three times, you bad breath, I'll never want to be your friend. Never ever. Probably once and you're done. 
maybe twice but three times no hope and then people do the same accents to me over and over ah to be sure to be sure ah sure jesus ah sure come on now ah sure timmy oh leprechaun ah sure and then be like is that a good accent is that a good a- i'm irish i'm irish too i've got smelly breath I don't want to be your friend. You would be so shocked and surprised. Not shocked. You'd probably be ambivalent. You probably wouldn't care. But you'd be like, oh, that's weird that that happens all the time. For no rhyme or reason. It's very odd. Very odd. And it's not that they care that I'm Irish. They just care that they're seen as Irish. Even though they're blatantly American. Anyway, listening to that dude, yeah, that's why I don't like small talk. That's why when I'm out, especially at comedy, and you're at some comedy places, if I don't find a person funny and it's small talk, I hate when comedians doing bits, unless they're hilarious comedians and they're doing a bit, then it's going to be funny. But when you're talking to a comedian out and they can't talk, they have to do a bit to prove to you that they're funny. You're just like, fucking calm down, shut up. You're not funny, it doesn't matter. I find you less funny the more you speak. Like that wise old owl. Have we, have we said that poem on the on the podcast yet? A wise old owl sat in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Oh, why can't we be like that wise old bird? Classic. Classic. Wise old owl poem. If you ever want to impress a lady, you whip that out and you say, I wrote it myself. I wrote it myself right here, right now. Oh, what's that? You want to have sex? Because I wrote a poem. Here we go. Um, yeah, but these people are impossible. And you're having small talk and you're just like, all right, calm down. Calm down. You don't have to put on an act the whole time. No one cares. I don't care. You're trying to do a bit on me. It's not funny. What's even worse is like when you're out. So every night I'm out with my buddies and we're at comedy clubs. Um, we're doing shows, hanging around, schmoozing. Every single night. It's not exciting. It's a laugh. It can be tedious. But it's the life of the comedian. But you get like crap comedians and it's like, oh, look at that guy over there. Oh, he's probably wearing uh, that hat because he's a hat man. And you're like, are you doing a bit of me? What are you on about? Just shut up. And they always have bad breath. It's another bad thing. Um, But it's even worse, like bad comedians, when friends of bad comedians try and do bits. You're just like, oh, Christ. I knew I didn't like you and now I like you less. I find it hard to like comedians if they're not funny. I know that's harsh, but there we go. I like this girl who came up to me last night. First of all, I hate when people don't know. Like, I meet you once. We're not friends. You're a friend of a friend. I got you into the show because he asked me to get you in. I don't know you. Stop coming backstage. When your buddy isn't here. I don't want to talk to you. You're already annoying. 
You're asking the people at the comedy club for free drink and then saying you're my friend. I just fucking met you. You fucking idiot. That's related to this one girl who came to show the other day, in case you're wondering. But anyway, I met her last night and she was just like, uh, oh, I drove by the Laugh Factory earlier. Um, there was a big, huge queue for George Lopez. And I was like, okay. I don't care. I really don't care. And she said, yeah, you know, there's even people up on their shoulders. You know, the Mexicans, they're trying to get two for one. And then I was like, is this a bit? Is this a racist bit? What are you saying to me? Because I fucking don't like you. It's giving me a headache talking to you. You're physically tiring me out. I want to go home, and now you're doing a fucking bit. You work in an office. You're not a comedian. You're not funny. If anyone's told you you're funny, it's because they want to have sex with you. They're lying. And then I almost went home. I almost went home because of her. But then two of my buddies came along, and then we went to get a munch. Munch is food, and that was funny. What was he even talking about? Oh, yeah, tedious small talk, the crazy person. Oh, yeah, that dude at the coffee bean. Jesus, he went, like, I can ramble, but he was rambling. And then we realized, right, because we were, like, literally, we were on our phone. I don't know what we were doing. Separately doing our own thing on each other's phone, myself and Chris. And uh, he, we'd look up when he said something like, Jesus is inside me. Jesus is my best friend. I love Jesus. But he started going in loopholes where he's like, he was talking so much that he came, he started con- contradicting himself. We were just like, how long is he going to go? But then we realized, we were like, I, he's mental. He's clearly mental. Whatever the hell's wrong with him, he's mental. Fair play. He's mental. It's out there. Then the woman he was talking to, she was going to leave. She sat back down and she just kept nodding along and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. And then we're like, oh, she's also mental. Everyone in here is mental. She was the silent mental, but still mental to like be listening and think your man was saying and to be like, yeah, that's a good point. That's mental, too. I don't know what my mental point was, but I think everyone in L.A. is mental. But at least the bird flew onto that girl's balcony and then got eaten alive. And she cried with her boobs out. And I laughed. And uh, that's the uh, that's how my January has been going so far. Isn't that what we were talking about? I don't have a clue. Sniffing. Everyone in L.A. is sick as a dog. I call them the weak people. I hope they're all killed off. It's so annoying being around so many. It's so annoying when you're like everyone is sick, everyone, and then you're just like trying to not get sick. Touch wood. I'm calling them all weak. Hopefully, I don't get sick and I have to hide it. Then I'm one of the weak ones, but I'm not. I'll stay strong, people. Don't worry. Touch wood. Say a prayer. Jesus. Now I'm getting paranoid. I hate to wear paranoia and touch wood and saying prayers is part of my psyche. And deep inside me now, the Catholic guilt for everything. Um, 
Jesus will look after me. Pray to God. Shut up. I'll just eat more vitamin C. Uh, yep, everyone is sick. The sick, the weak ones, as I call them. And then people get upset. Like last night, you're out and about. I, I don't want to shake your hand. Sweaty hand. I'm probably sweating because the alcohol is sweating out of me. I don't want to shake your hand, do a fist bump. Then people insist on shaking your hand and you're like, no, it's flu season. I don't want to shake your hand. I'll give you a fist bump. And then it's just awkward and you're like, why the fuck do you care about shaking my hand? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who cares? It's a handshake. I see you every fucking night. Doesn't matter. It's not an insult. You're a fucking idiot. Gotta be vigilant, people. You gotta be vigilant. Have to be on your toes. You can't let yourself get sick. Not kissing anyone. Get away from me, will ladies. Get your get your uh, get your germs away from me. Get those uh, flu ridden flu ridden nipples out of my mouth. Isn't that what they say? Get those uh, germ ridden ears away from my lips. Not too sure. Not too sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I do find stressful? Um, do you know when you make f- you're starting to make friends with someone? Let's call him uh, Jonathan. And then, but everyone else, you find out people call him John, Johnny. People call him Johnny, say. And then you're like, but you've only ever called him Jonathan. Stresses me out figuring out, do I now know this person well enough to call him by their abbreviated name? Because only his really good friends seem to be calling him Johnny. But you're still being like, oh, how's it going, Jonathan? And all these other friends are like, hey, Johnny, you coming over here? And he'd be like, oh, you going over there, Jonathan? <laughs> Just like a fucking idiot. Like if some guy named William and they all call him Willie You'd be like Oh William Nice to see you again Yeah man Thanks for that Little business we did And these friends are like What are you doing Willie And you're like Oh is it Willie Or Michael Michael and Mike Is the worst Thanks Michael See you soon And everybody's like Hey Mike What are you doing You'd be like Next time he texts Be like Oh great to meet you again Mike It doesn't happen as often As I As I'm saying now But that's very stressful People just like uh, figuring out if a woman has had an orgasm. That's something I realized the other day. That female orgasms are a lot like religion. You just have to believe. <laughs> I think that could be a new joke that I do. There's no physical proof, but you just have to believe. So these shows, the Friday shows, the Irish shows, there's some laugh. If you're in LA, come along. Laugh after every week, 7.45, 8 o'clock. But Jesus, people are so dumb coming to them sometimes. Like, I hate quarter, 15 to 20 minutes before the show, up until the show starts. It's just, you're dealing with texts from the biggest idiots ever. I'm here, what do I do? You're on the guest list, just fucking figure it out. Or there's a line. Am I, am I, do I queue in the line or out of the line? Or, I don't know, I don't care. Just figure it out you're on the guest list. I've done my part. You're getting in for free. The one girl before, right, she phoned me to say she was at the door. She was inside. She was at the door. 
she wanted to know if it was a push or pull door because she didn't want to look stupid. And I was like, are you fucking joking me? Oh, sweet Jesus, she wasn't. Oh, you're dealing with clowns all the time. Dealing with clowns. Although the crowd last week was weird. Front row, I found out afterward, were all on some sort of prescribed drugs. They took Percocets and something else, and they were just like mollified. Is that a word? Mummified. They were just sitting there, like glazed over. And then there was a lot of Australians there, three different Australian groups, all rowdy and shouting. They were like enjoying the show, but they'd shout just as you said a punchline. You're like, I gotta stop that. And I was like, Are you all on fucking cocaine? And uh, they all were. And I forgot that Australians in LA love cocaine. Because apparently a bag of cocaine in Australia is $400. But in LA, I don't know, it's like $50. So they fucking go, they go mental for it. They go fucking cocaine mad. Oh, like, ah, speaking of mad. I saw these the other day. People on, if you want to meet mad people, like full on nuts. You gotta go to Craigslist and look at people trying to rent out a room. Those people are mental. Here's two ads I saw the other day. How about sharing a room with one person and a parrot or just store that's the the headline of the ad. How about sharing a room with one person and a parrot? What the fuck is this? And they're not taking the piss. This is the ad then. My son, the know-it-all, who seems to be a bit broke these days, so before I get evicted or have to move to Arkansas and live in a trailer with a fathead who smokes pal mal and wants me to make him soup and rub his balls, God forbid I have come to a last resort of sharing my room with a dog or some storage or a decent, not a gross human being or someone who just needs a place to stay for a few days. Well, let me... Well, let me, you'll have to pay him up first for $150 a week. Thanks, Emily. It's the uh, it's the deal of the day, if not the century. Thanks, Emily. Show contact info. Jesus, actually, I'm going to text her. Oh, let's see if she gets a reply. Let me, because uh, I screenshotted it, so I don't have the info. Let's see. But, like, that's fucking mental. That's one mental person I saw... You want to share a room with a parrot? Imagine sharing, imagine sharing a room with this person. Jesus, the people in LA are mental. It's weird the way they don't know they're mental, but I suppose that's that's part of the charm, huh? Let's see if our ad is still here. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Show contact info. Okay, time to text her. All right, hang on. Let me pause it, and then I'll... Start again. Let's see if she replies. Uh, I sent her a text. Let's see if she's still renting out the room and I can ask her about the parrot. Come on, Emily, reply. If not, I'll do it the next podcast. Here's another one I saw. One dollar. Almost homeless. Need a place to rent. Need a place to crash. No rent. Read post. Are you down and out on verge of being homeless? Just want to escape. Start a new life. All. He spelled all. Most, as two words with two L's, almost homeless, need a place to, what the, he's repeating himself. I live in a camper, 
forward slash vehicle near Sunset Boulevard. Close everything. Starbucks, Burger King, library, showers. You crash complete with blank, blankest. I think it means blankets. Pillows, cool company, radio, 420 friendly. You pay no rent. I can help out with food. Little money, help you get back in your feet. Here's the best part. I am not a low-life creep. Sure. Not looking for cheap, meaningless sex. Sure. But friendship, companionship, that could lead to an LTR, long-term relationship. I am cool, funny, white guy trying to break into comedy clubs. This is the only way to give it my percent 100 effort. A partner would be nice to have some company. We must meet first at a Starbucks. Take it from there. I prefer a real female because forward slash not comfortable with living with guys dash forward slash Anthony. Another real highlight of this ad. Pets or kids? Okay. Must be over 18. He wants, he he's open for someone, a woman preferably, to be his non-meaningless sex partner in his camper van. And he doesn't mind if the person has pets or kids. The more the fucking merrier to stay in his vehicle near Sunset Boulevard. So if anyone's looking for places to crash or hang out with uh, crazy people... There's two lovely ads. I'll post them on my Instagram later, perhaps. You can check them out. You can uh, cuddle up to these people and uh, find one. Maybe they're soulmates. Did I get a reply? No, I did not. Then I cannot do it. If the parrot lady replies, I'll let you know. Um... Oh, someone, remember the other day, actually, my phone got stolen. I left it in an Uber, and then it was taken and fully stolen. We were like, was it stolen? Yeah, it was stolen. I'll tell you why. The person answered it. Then they hung up. Then they turned it off. Then they turned it back on. They were like miles and miles away. Two days earlier ago, uh, my roommate got a call. Because you, you can, like, put up on the phone, oh, phone stolen, last, please phone this number. I'll give you money if we return it. He got a call saying, and he gave me the phone, and the person was like, hey, I just bought your phone off someone on OfferUp app, some sort of app. Uh, it says it's stolen. I didn't realize it's locked. Do you want it back? I think I bought a stolen phone. The guy who I bought it from no longer is replying to my messages. So I'm like, ah, cool. Send it on. Then this person's like, yeah, can you give me $150 for your phone? I was like, no. Then I realized, maybe this is the person who stole the phone. Maybe they realized they can't use it because I have it locked. And now they're trying to sell it back to me. The thief is trying to sell me back my phone. Now they're bribing me. The person's like, can you just give me the code and uh, I'll unlock it and I'll send you all the info on it. Whatever you need, I'll send you the details. And I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like a fucking tremendous plan. So that's nice. Still got phone jibber. No more phone issues in uh, 2018. That's the New Year's uh, resolution starting today at the end of the month. February on, there should be no more phone tobaccos. We shall see. Do you know what I hate? I realized yesterday. Here's another thing. 
Jesus, I keep harping on. I keep going back. Remember my jacket was stolen. Gee, I, I'm like a disaster. I'm like, I should be living in a fucking little room with a parrot and some crazy woman who's gone out of Arkansas and she doesn't want to rub someone's balls. That's what I deserve, I think. When I listen to myself speak and my issues and my stories, I'm like, oh yeah, you deserve to fucking live in a parrot. I live with this dude who owns a broken down van. That's what you deserve. Um, what was I about? Do you know it's weird? It's weird that you can be so ugly but have great cheekbones and then you're a male model. That's something I taught yesterday. Have you ever seen the state of male models? They're, Jesus, some of them are horrendous looking. They've got these big beaten up looking cheekbones popping out of their face and you're like, oh, you're stunning. You're a stunning human being. You look like a golem, but you know, you're you know, you're skinny and you got cheekbones. Yeah, you can be a model. What the hell was that about? Hmm. Oh, yeah, my jacket was stolen. Um, And... My jacket was stolen, and uh, so I bought a new jacket, but then I saw my old jacket online, and I was like, oh, should I buy it again just to replace it, just for peace of mind, everything's back in its order, and you're good to go, but it was only available in size medium, and I was like, I couldn't remember what size I'd bought, and I was like, I think it's medium. And then it arrived yesterday. I bought it from Germany and it arrived yesterday. And it was too small. It was so tight and small. And it made me furious because I had to walk to the post office. And then I had to walk back earlier today and return it immediately. And the whole thing cost me an extra $40. That's if I get That's for postage and packaging both ways. So, you know, people, you know, that's a lesson just to let things go, I suppose. I wasn't meant to have it and just let it go and give up. And here's my Monday morning advice. If you need some advice, uh, here it is. Give up. Fuck it. Why bother? No one cares. There you go. There's some advice to you. Nobody cares. It's all a conspiracy anyway. Um, all right, there we go. It's, uh, that's we've come to our tether. We've reached the end. We've been sailing on feathers, and now we finished. Likewise, all owls, we gotta know when to give up, when to let go, when to say sayonara, good luck. I'll see you later, you fuckhead. Um, do you know what I hate too when people are like, I hate when people. Oh, my friends coming to LA. They're a comedian. You can show them around. Be like, no, I don't want to take people to work. I don't want to be. It's not fucking come to work day. Because you're going to be like, can you get me up? And I'm going to be like, no, I can't. And you'll be like, come on, try. And you're like, no, I don't want to. I don't even want to try. I don't know you. I have friends that I try for first before you. Ah, just gotta say no, people. You have to say no to these uh, awkward requests. What am I on? I don't know. I took some extra coffee there at the end of the podcast, and did we get a reply from old parrot woman? Let me check my phone. The phone I replaced. No, no reply as of yet. Dose, dose a deer, a female deer, a deer full of fun. 
So uh, keep eyes out and ears out for any birds in your balcony. Because, you know, it could be a sign of the times. And if a bird does show up in your balcony, give me an old call. Let me know and let me know if I got eaten alive. Because that's funny when you make it out to be poignant and meaningful when it's not. Um, Kind of like this podcast. Eyes. That's it. Check out all my crap online. Books galore. Random, random or pre on Amazon, Instagram, at the Marques, Twitter, and Snapchat, Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U, subscribe, don't even know what that means, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, write a review, if there's no review by next week on iTunes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill you all, you fucking bastards. So write a review. That's a good way to get a review going, isn't it? Come on, you fucking bastards. Write something. Um, And uh, if you're in L.A. this weekend, come to the Laugh Factory, to my Irish show, 745 uh, Laugh Factory Friday nights. We have Michael Lenoci, Amir K, Brent Moran, Chris D'Elia, and myself. The pride of Ireland. So come along. Do it for Ireland, people. And do it for God. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Show up and then phone me at the door and be like, I'm at the door. How do doors open? Because that's what I want to hear. Until then, goodbye. Good luck. Adieu. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.